Hi guys, it's Foya Keb, but you can call me Foy. Hey, this is Lola, but you can call me Lola if you like. Hi, this is Velisa, and you can call me Vels if you want. And this is the Everybody Hates HR Pod episode twenty one. Now we're really, really, really legal yeah. in both sides of the Atlantic. Exactly, yeah. we've arrived. Exactly. Now we yeah. can. It's actually mad because in the US you can only drink at twenty one in it. Yeah, which is all manner of things before. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, I've been America at age eighteen and twenty one, and when I went when I was eighteen because I've got cousins there, they made me wear a wristband in the club. No, so that I couldn't get alcohol. Really? Yeah. Oh, you well, you just take it off. Yeah. It was one of those, you know, those plastic ones that you need to like cut to oh. take off. They, it was one of those, like wow. an orange one, so that everybody in the club knew I was eighteen. How embarrassing! Yeah, very, very embarrassing. Twenty-one was you. very lit. <laughs> I would put it would be the other way that you could get you'd put a wristband on people, but I guess most people are over, so mm. yeah, that's hilarious. Twenty-one, baby. So, what's the deal for today? Today's episode. Yeah, we're trying to help the people get some jobs. Elevate. And applying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did do the promotions and progressions not too long ago. So hopefully. And this is if you don't get promotion and you don't get progress, then you leave and get a new job. And that's this is where this episode, basically. This is where this episode <laughs> comes we're in. We're on handy. the journey. <laughs> we're on a journey. <laughs> we'll have to do the resignation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. I think it's um, an interesting one because mm. we're HR and we've all interviewed people, mm-hmm. but all of us have, at least in the last year, have interviewed for jobs yeah, as well. Yeah, so we've been on both Interview sides. Yeah, yeah, period, per. per. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it's interesting to be able to give both, both perspectives. Yeah. yeah Do you know what? It's funny. When you're interviewing, no, did, does it make a difference that you've interviewed people before you see the other side, or are you just as nervous and just as you know as everybody else? Are you looking at me? I'm <laughs> um, I still get nervous. I still get nervous if it's a role that I really, really want, and it's been hyped up to me. I get, I still get nervous because I really want it, um, but at the same time. I do also kind of know the, not the tricks, but I know what they're looking for when mm. they're interviewing me. Mm. But I will still get nervous. Mainly my nerves come from, am I a good fit? Not from, am I going to answer your questions? The technical questions, right? If that mm. makes sense. It's just more, are you going to like me? Mm. Yeah. I think it's it's hard with HR as well because you can't really test our skills in an interview setting like in the way that you'd probably want to like you could say oh you know write this letter blah blah blah. but everyone has their you you guys have templates like don't Mm. don't do this with me exactly exactly (laughs) so I think it's really like I've done a role play before at an interview as well which is yeah yeah I did a um a role play where it was me and my peers so there was someone who would be my peer in the interview and my manager and it was like their morning meeting that they would usually have and yeah, they put a <laughs> what they put a case forward. It was really, really, really strange. Mm. Or was it ab- about an ER case? Yeah, I can get down. I can get down with how would you like? It doesn't have to be role Jeff play. The role why play, play why yeah, like a role play is really awkward. Character. You know, like I get like, oh, how would you? You know, have you dealt with 
you know, done end-to-end case management, how would you deal with this? Mm. And talking them through the process, I can get behind that. Now get into character and become Mary so that you can deliver. <laughs> yeah, that was... Mary. That's Listen. my name. Is that... oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <it's okay. laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I'm not Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, why do you have to be somebody else? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah, I forgot what I was saying, but yeah. Um, you can't test people's skills. Yeah, you can't, you can't test our skills so it is more about are you a good a fit? fit because yeah. it's yeah like will this person be able to talk to the really difficult vp that we know we have and mm, we can't yeah. tell them that there's a difficult vp mm, that they'll exactly. deal with yeah you always know if there's difficult stakeholders because they they, they emphasize that in the interview yeah like, they so, do yeah. so How like do have you ever dealt with, with difficult yeah. stakeholders mm, you've yeah. moved on and they come back so just bringing it back yeah you know, some we've got lots of different personalities in the business yeah. mm-hmm. they've moved on and you know so how do you deal with conflicts mm-hmm. i know that you have difficult yeah. people now, what about like, resistance to change yeah <laughs> how do you <laughs> if you receive no as an answer like how do you then influence them to come on board <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> and literally then, if you ever had that kind of interview then you get the job you know you as soon as you meet the person they're talking about you, you know, know. <laughs> you will know 100 well when you get the job they'll be like okay so just heads up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true i worked somewhere like that and it was like the cto and i knew because as soon as i went on the glass door profile they were all dragging the cto really wow yes i knew already before i started fun times um well you had some some fun interview facts actually shall we get into them yeah i'll just go through some but one of the first one was the average number of interviews before getting a job offer is two to three now I think that's really low. I think so too. That's very low. Yeah, because I just feel mm, actually maybe depending on the level that you're at. I feel like the more mm, I'm thinking about it now. The more senior you are, I feel like the less interviews. Yeah, you have. one and done. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think the opposite because you don't really go for interviews, and when you're at that level, mm-hmm. you usually like the more senior you get, the more specific the job. There's less roles at the yeah, level. that's true. And then the more sif- specific it becomes, and the higher like the, they're looking for more things. So yeah, for you to even get an interview, you've already ticked. So yeah, many that's true. When you're junior, they're looking for a few things. Yeah, they're not necessarily. It's more flexible mm. when you're senior, especially if you're like, oh, if you want to go for like a senior ER role. There's only so many people that can do that. They want to see certain mm, things in your CV. That's true. By the time they invite you to interview, they're just hoping that you're good. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I can get behind that. But I feel like when you're just starting out, you have a lot of interviews. I think, yeah, yeah it's just starting out. Even the mid-level, like, you know, like, even that kind of... Oh, wait, sorry. Like advisor. Okay, wait, sorry. Yeah. I think I'm confused. Okay. You on. mean, like, how many interviews you would have with different companies before yeah. you get a job before oh okay i'm with you i'm with you <laughs> yeah oh not not how many not stages. Yeah. oh okay yeah, stages. i'm with you i'm with you yeah, yeah, okay yeah, okay oh no when the more senior you are the, the more, more interviews the more, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah. okay the vp the avp everybody the SVP, yeah yeah okay like, i'm with you yeah, yeah i'm with yeah. you see it's Sorry. good to speak up yeah, yeah it's true clarification. <laughs> it's true number of interviews at different companies yeah um so since the beginning of the pandemic, 86% of recruiters have been conducting virtual interviews. Mm. I feel like that's pretty accurate. However, I'm now experiencing, because I'm contracting, I'm now experiencing people that want to meet face-to-face. Mm. 
and not wanting to do virtual for a final in general Oof. yeah really yeah it's interesting like yeah. yeah the recruiter will say are you available for a face-to-face mm. and i feel obliged to say yes do you know what like yeah. I, say so. I don't know i'm just like for a first interview i'm not meeting you face-to-face absolutely not like i just think it's, it's very unnecessary i'm open i would still go i know i don't know i just feel like at the, f- at the first stage and how niche the role is as well. Mm. If you're if you've got bare candidates, I'm not coming for a first stage. Mm-hmm. But how would you know? I'd ask. Okay. Like you know, sometimes like you have especially with your contract, and you have interviews where they basically say it's yours, isn't it? Like yeah, they like your, they like your profile. I've had yeah. two like that. They like your profile. They just want to see you. Yeah. And then you can be like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty pretty much the realm in now. It's yeah. Like, really like you just want to go and see you, and then it was a 15 minute interview face to face done yeah fair enough but this is used to the six stages you know that's what she it's yeah. not even a joke but they're all <laughs> but they're not face to face but they're not face to face did you do any face to face yeah i did with um meta i did i did two face to face out of the six yeah with meta yeah i was ahead of the curve though because that was pre-pandemic yeah it was pre-pandemic pretty much every interview was face-to-face yeah 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 yeah, yeah. only two were face-to-face the rest were yeah the rest were remote even some of the people i spoke to i was in the office but they were not Mm. they were on a screen yeah can i ask what would your reason why don't you want to do a face-to-face what's the reason is it just can't bothered or is there something deeper i feel like it just tells me about the company culture yeah yeah exactly that you're already dragging me into the office knowing yeah. that it's probably more convenient yeah while i'm still working in another job most likely <laughs> to yeah. take an interview mm. knowing yeah. what we know now no, i'm 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 100 with her yeah it, you, it, it does tell you about the company mm. do you know what else it tells me it tells me i know you don't do hybrid working yeah yeah it or you're new to it you're their hybrid working is four days in the office why yeah. is the interview hybrid too? I can't interview you remote. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. One in, one out. No, thank yeah. you. No. I was saying to Foy, the last interview process that I went through, I never saw anyone but one person out of, I think I had five stages, only saw one person. Everyone had their camera off. I didn't see. That's, that's, that's a red flag. Come on. But I, was I liked say, it. Do you not want to see who's interviewing Well, you, you know, you can see it, still see their profile yeah. picture. No, that's not the same. You, know, you, like, you can't be interviewed. So you have your camera on? No, no, no. Turn I turned oh, it okay, off. Okay, yeah. Because okay, yeah. they had theirs off. I kept mine yeah, off. Yeah. So. That's a good tip though about mirroring people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like one of them. Um, I had it on and they had theirs off off and i felt really awkward so i was like i'm gonna turn my camera off is that yeah. okay and they were like yeah that's fine sometimes yeah if they have their camera off and um or if sometimes if i'm in a meeting or i've done any interviews as well mm. where like someone's got their camera on mm. someone's got their camera off and i've got mine on if i feel a bit awkward about it i might be like do you know what? i'm having internet issues um it might just be <laughs> easy if i turn my camera off <laughs> that's my go-to sometimes i just can't be bothered like that's, and i yeah. want to work in the background <laughs> that's been me in meetings <laughs> at my employed job no, <laughs> saying, like, that is yes. so funny turn it off just turn it off like, oh sorry guys i'm um, just to let you know i'm having internet issues so um i might just turn my camera off for a bit but check my emails um one of the reasons i know that places like to have face-to-face is because they want you know you can just get a different vibe of someone when they're in front of you that you can't read off the screen mm. and i think that's the majority one reason why most places want to do face-to-face mm. i think for perm jobs i get it mm. um for, for contract roles 
I think it's they care less about the longevity and yeah. stuff like that mm. anyway. Agreed. Even the pandemic, I hired a bunch of people that I never met face to face. Yeah. And for the in for the last two roles I had, all remote, last two contracts, never met the people until one of the, one of them I never met her the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um because I was on with a on site with a client. And so I never met my manager at all. And then um this most recent one. Yeah. Um, it's hybrid, isn't it? But for the interview process, it's one and done. Yeah, forty-five minutes mm. online. So that's why I'm like, why do I need to come in? Yeah. What other facts have you got? Right. So recruiters need about ninety seconds did to determine whether they would hire a candidate. So about thirty-three percent of recruiters claim that they decide whether they'll hire a candidate in the first minute and a half of interviewing. Recruiters don't hire candidates. I, think I was just thinking thing. that. Yeah, yeah. They they can decide if they want to put you forward, and in yeah. ninety seconds, I think absolutely for definitely they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think what's the easy? You even need to you need even less time to know that you're not going to hire something. <laughs> mm-hmm. To know you're going to hire someone, you actually have to do something to, or like you're going to put them forward to mm-hmm. the hiring manager. You actually have to look at their CV, what's on there. So you look at formatting first. Check that it's making sense. Check the formatting of their CV. No, but you know, like tips. So tell the people. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) like not to say that you need to be using different fonts and whatever, but like as soon as you see a CV and then one one job is in you know Verdana, the other one's in Ariel, (laughs) then you've got some Times New Roman. Like I'm already like you are a chaotic person. Your red flag. (laughs) Your CV is chaotic. It's a red flag. (laughs) Yeah, like I already know that. So I'm like, you can't even. I just always feel like when people have typos in their CV, when the CV is not formatted properly, it's so basic. I'm like, what kind of care are you going to give to your work if you <laughs> can't even? This is when you put your best attention. Foot forward. And this no, is, the this is your best skills will say attention to detail. I know it's, it's so true. <laughs> and nothing. I'm, the E I'm will offended. be missing in the attention. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 disgusted. Like, I, I, I hate it so much. Like. Or when I get a CV that's like six pages, like Ooh. already I'm like you're six pages and you got five years of work experience. Yeah, like, I've got Why? six pages. Yeah, six pages. Yeah, Why? let's like, give the people some CV etiquette. Yeah, no, nah, that the, the long CV the etiquette. long CVs or the ones I where it just it. looks like story story. Yeah, like why does your CV look like a story? And why is one bullet point to the far left and mm-hmm. there's the one underneath it is is indented? Mm. But you know that one. <laughs> I just know you copied and pasted. And the yeah, I just know you copied and pasted. Is, is not spaced <laughs> correctly. Like it's actually mad, but it it matters. Yeah, of course, it does matter. of course, it, it does, does matter. matter. She won't look at the CV. Like no. I've seen recruiters like literally dash paper because they're just so animated like that. <laughs> like literally dash the CV behind them because it's just like no, no, no. no. I will get exactly. the CV and I'll put it on three day delay. So as soon as I've seen that, I can't. You know, um, you know when people put in comments to um celebrity apologies. It's like sorry, but I'm not reading all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's me with your with your six page CV. Sorry, but I'm not reading all that. Yeah, it doesn't need to be six pages. I feel like bullet points as well. Just key, like Speak clean, concise, hundred percent yeah. bullet points. When I see pros, I'm like, you came no. to do GCSE anthology on your CV. <laughs> Honestly, don't need paragraphs. No paragraphs necessary. And like most of the time, that. the people who will look at your CV will have a general understanding of what your job is. Yeah. So you don't need to tell me every single little thing that mm-hmm. you did 
day to day to day to day mm-hmm. because I understand, mm-hmm. I have yeah. a general understanding. Or if I don't have a general understanding, the hiring manager 100% does. Exactly. So yeah. you don't need to do I'm all of that. Ca- I'm going to caveat that small because one of the worst things on a CV, which you'd be surprised at how often I see it, is I don't know what you did. <laughs> what I can you read mean? your whole CV and I don't even really get like, your job like especially if you're hr advisor or something it's cool but if you have a job title mm. that is not standard yeah or what you do is a little bit more niche mm. you need to explain what it is i always put i always advise people for each job put a sentence in on top of the um the job to say i worked at blah 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 company number of employees for instance and what it does mm, i worked yeah. at this company a high growth fintech business with 200 employees mm. then we have set the scene yeah, yeah I, I agree yeah yeah I always put the size of my client group yeah yeah, and yeah. who my client group is if you're on HR yeah. all, I would say always, always do put that. Your client it makes group. a difference yeah. and if you're like standalone just put number of employees or yeah. whatever but always and give the that sector int- so yeah like mm. sector the sector is so important because it adds good context mm-hmm. on my CV I have um the name of the company the sector that it's in and then whatever so mm-hmm. if it was like financial services or fintech or professional services marketing whatever because they just go straight into a bullet point i don't even know what yeah, kind of business yeah. you're, how many people you were looking after if you're a standalone versus you're looking after a thousand people it's going to make a difference yeah, yeah. Exactly. i always say that so tell people like and keywords yeah. because a lot of it when you're depending on if it's if if they're using a applicant tracking system it's only keywords that are going to get through on your CV. If someone's physically going through it, it's different. But, but they'll still skim read, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. With, with ATSs, the, the keyword, keyword thing that's good is sometimes they, like, when people apply, it will say, this is a an ideal candidate. Like, it will say, you will probably like this candidate. Yeah. But with most companies... I don't know about in the US, because I think that they're a bit wild. Mm-hmm. But most UK companies, a person will still look at your CV. Not for long, but... <laughs> but i still feel like keywords are important especially in hr you know the buzzwords to be Mm. putting in for example er um i don't know there's just small words that you just have to always have in there just even managing end-to-end just seeing that you know what i mean the thing i think the keywords are best for is job boards and linkedin so if you put your cv on read for instance like i use read to find candidates do you yeah get some good i mean time. that's a separate conversation but yeah but as a recruiter <laughs> not a fan of reed oh i hate reed but to apply really? or to look both no i really i've had a lot of my used it recruiting and i've used it as an a candidate and yeah. i just think it's a horrible website i've had i've had a lot of um i've got a lot of jobs through reed you know yeah i haven't well, used reed in years but it's i just no like right now I'm working on an employee relations role and like I'll go in and I'll search like employee relations or the mm-hmm. things like grievances, tribunals and I'll look for those kind of keywords and those people will come up at the top. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's really, like for me, that's why it's really important to have those keywords in your CV because if you don't have them, even if you did like a generalist role, it's heavy ER. If you haven't really spelled it out, then you're not getting I'm, I'm not going to find you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting I'm more of an Indeed girl. I like, oh. I like, yeah, I do like Indeed. I like Otter as well, which isn't. Uh, I literally only see the adverts on Instagram. I didn't know. Oh, like really? Thing. Yeah, I like Otter. <laughs> I but think it was legit. No, I, don't, like, I just thought it was like a little. I don't know. I think because it looks clean. Okay. So I'm attracted to it. And then it's HQ. Is that what they yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, when you go to jobs, it's got what the CEO. 
<clears throat> has to say about the job then it has how many women work there how many men work there what their growth has been like mm. how good are they at responding to candidates when they apply mm. and like success rate salary like it's got loads and loads of Indeed, like info also has response rate. Mm. maybe that's why you like it as well maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah they do i don't know why yet Indeed <clears throat> just gives me I don't know, indeed, because obviously in, it, you get indeed free with a lot of ATSs, but you have to pay for LinkedIn. Mm. So I feel like the professional, the LinkedIn just feels like more professional recruiters, and indeed it feels more like companies recruiting their own people. Do you get what I mean? I hear that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So this one is lack of confidence during interview is why forty percent of interviewers don't take a candidate past the first stage. So. Basically, interview statistics reveal that employers are looking for confident candidates. Therefore, it's natural that you feel nervous during interviews. However, keep in mind that 40% of recruiters state the candidate's voice, quality and lack of smile might be the reason for rejection. (laughs) And also lack of um, failure to make eye contact. Mm. How do you you be in an interview with someone and not make eye contact? (laughs) I've I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. So where do you look? At your, in, at your CV, at the table, fingers. Mm. Do you know one thing about me is I use my hands a lot like this. Mm. And there was one interview that I realised I was doing it so much I had to put it underneath to make sure that I wasn't thing. doing it. But some people might think that girl from South East London yeah. is putting her fingers up and I doing you this. Do, you doing no, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> but you it know. depends on how excessive you are. Because even today on Black and HR, one of the um, tips that I gave was be aware of your your non-verbal body language yeah because you still need to like lean forward mm. you still need you do need to use your hand maybe like not all this but I mean, that you should do, not be <laughs> but you do need to use your hands you know you do need to like if you're in being interviewed by more than one person you need to be aware to look at yeah, both people if, do you know what i found like when i used to interview a lot when I would sit in with hiring managers, there's hiring managers and HR, more senior people would kind of ignore me as HR and they would like direct all their eye contact and stuff to the hiring manager. Mm. And I'd just be thinking in my head, wait me. <laughs> <laughs> See if you're going to get the job. <laughs> it's no, true. It's true. It's yeah. true. So yeah, I think it's important to be aware of that. And I think the confidence thing, I think the more junior you are, the more mm. leeway there is to have that not as confident yeah yeah you know but you're yeah. not expecting someone who's interviewing for vp director head of or even a senior like hrbp yeah you're not expecting those people to not be confident because hello exactly. like you've been doing this for how long the smile thing is what i tell all of my candidates my yeah. junior candidates especially so i um when i'm working with like hr assistants i don't know talent assistants or whatever i always tell them to smile because they are always so nervous yeah and then they'll like mm-hmm. i do interview prep with them and then i'll be on the phone to them i can be like i hear it i can hear that you're not smiling like, how can you hear that i'm not smiling i can hear that you're not smiling. <laughs> i said what i said i, said what I said. And they're like oh can, can you tell if i'm smiling now i'm like yes you're smiling like you can hear it and it yeah, just you makes can. you like even if it's a phone call and on a video call especially like you need to be smiling the whole way yeah. through so i would just practice like smiling so i feel silly i'm like but you look better and you sound mm. and they will like you more yeah definitely and these are people that smile all the time mm. yeah and then they get into interviews and they're like yeah so i really um um i've done um hr assistant for six months and don't do that yeah be yourself and smile and be happy i think smiling is important and it just 
it just helps like if someone comes in with you know when people say they naturally just have a um, resting bitch face like you really need to natu- unnaturally there's no space for that, that interview yeah it's just yeah. not gonna work you need yeah. to you need to otherwise people are just not gonna gravitate towards I you I can't imagine hiring someone who did not smile in an interview <laughs> unless, uh, unless, scared. Uh, unless they were I'd be scared I have seen it no, I've kind of no. I have never seen it where they didn't smile throughout the whole thing. There has to be a one or two laugh. But mm. when I've sat in with hiring managers when they were interviewing techies, obviously without being stereotypical, a lot of the software engineers they really came to code. <laughs> <laughs> like they came here to code. They came, and the, the time that they will smile is when you're talking to them about like the technical stuff. Like, oh, <laughs> they get you happy. Really, no, honestly, what you really enjoy? Oh, Excited. I really enjoy you know learning new languages and uh, like, I love that. I love that for them. But yeah, I just need. I need something to excite you. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is, but something has to excite you. Because if someone didn't smile the whole time in an interview, I'm yeah. going to scary. Uh, That's scary. scary. Yeah, yeah, it is. And how do you feel about the, um, I think they said the quality or the, the tone in someone's voice makes a difference as well? What is, I don't know what that means, to be honest. Yeah, it sounds a bit I racist to I, me. No, no. <laughs> I think I know what it means. Have you ever interviewed someone who doesn't care if they got this job? Like you can tell they do not care. But, if they but get that's, this job. that's attitude rather but than like tone in the voice. Though, do you know? Do you know why I don't believe in the whole tone thing? Why? Because I feel like, um, for example, black people. Mm-hmm. We know as black people, for example, when we're on the phone. Yeah. We. I always knew when I was having a, a telephone interview with a black person. Of course. Oh yeah, of course. No one has of to course. tell me. Yeah. 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 And I feel like. White people know too, or everyone knows, like, you're speaking to someone who's black most of the time. No, they don't. What? Because that's what I found. This is part of my point. I found out that my colleagues did not know. So there was one that I was you really think, close with where I could say, I was like, God, that's a black person. And she'd be like, <laughs> Are you really? I'm like, yeah. yeah. No, 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 they can't. T- I'm telling really? you. No. Maybe I'm, with I'm, me, it's the combination of the name and then the thing maybe yeah the yeah, name yeah, will yeah, always Belisa is giving yeah we only said he's giving you olive so yeah that's my middle name i know you should. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone just saying their middle names today what's yours Layla? you want to add it oliwa dodgy to me and kemi i have no english name but nah. mary <laughs> yeah my mom said my god will not shame me when she named me <laughs> <laughs> now we know but um, yeah, they just never knew. But I felt like when they did see, this is not all companies I've worked, mm. just stuff I've seen. <laughs> but when they would then see them for face to face combined with the tone, I just felt like, is it really because of their their tone, their attitude, yeah. or, or are you just like now marrying the two things and you're like, the tone oh. thing, I don't really get it, to be honest. Because it's really racist, know. it doesn't make sense. No, I don't, when, it, when I say tone, I think they mean like... Enthusiasm. Yeah, I think that's what you mean. But, but like, that's just, what I mean. But I feel like... You can't, yeah, you can't always... I mean. you, can't you can't have an enthusiastic kind of, oh yeah, you can be sound excited about the you job. Can. Yeah, you can. You, you can. can. You can, but if that's not your natural the be- demeanor well, or nature to be honest i've got a friend like that and this is what i'm saying like no, I, I i told her to, to change you have to <laughs> change it no Valisa, you have to change Jesus. it I said, I said you're her, not gonna go far i told her but i know people who have gone far and they're so they're just monotone it's just it it doesn't mean they're not funny or they don't have you know they're um, not charismatic i've literally but- got a friend who's like i'm so happy 
That's my friend. Like, <laughs> like I'm so happy. Oh, that's oh, that's but, so good. But that's this so is why I think inclusivity you have to have is important. You have to have other quirks about you. You do, but I think this is where diversity is important because you will come across people who their natural demeanor is not to be extroverted or to be like like overtly charismatic in the way that yeah. people in the workplace yeah, are yeah, used to yeah, yeah, because true. this is why now i'm going on the tangent you set me oh, off gosh. this is why it's go. hard to see black men in certain places in the workplace yeah, because they want them to be that whole yeah and it's and just they're not, not them. Yeah, they're not they're, they're very just laid, laid back. back i actually think like some of i i agree yeah. with that but when I'm talking about having enthusiasm, like they can have enthusiasm, it just looks different. Is that what you? Yeah, mean? and mm-hmm. they need to. They they people who are high who want the diversity and want to bring like black men in in particular. I'll say because I think black women are generally better at. Yeah, we you know, know how to play. We, we know how to play. We, yeah. we all play the game because yeah. we feel like we need to. But exactly. black men, you lot are more stubborn. You don't yeah. don't want to. You don't want to play the game. <laughs> you don't so. want to know that their joke was dead. <laughs> Literally, so, true. so I feel like these workplaces need to be more yeah. open to mm. understanding. Okay, what my you know joy looks like isn't yeah. necessarily what black boy joy looks like in the workplace. I hear yeah. that. You know what I mean? I hear that. But I, the only thing I would say, I digress. But I worked with a guy. Yeah, really, I hear I worked it. with a guy, and I used. To, it's really bad that the it's, it's not a very HR thing to say, but he reminded me of Eeyore the donkey so monotone <laughs> and so dry oh, okay i Always thought you meant con- physically oh. no 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 his his, his demeanor his, his his tone it was all like oh, okay uh it was all uh moaning all the time and just just low energy and just monotone was, I, he literally reminded me of eeyore he only i can't be around someone like that it was so we'll draining to work with him i can't it will it will it was so draining to it work will rub with on him. me and i used to just feel I used to feel so drained after I have one conversation with him, suck all my energy. Do you know? I couldn't highlight that into my team, for sure not. Yeah, I mean, if someone wanted to say that they wanted that, fine. But me personally, Never. if it was my, yeah, if it was my team, it would be a no. Um, one thing that I also was going to add is how people speak. Do you feel like that is something that affects the 100%. kind of job that they get? 100%. Because I've been told I speak, like I'm from South East London. I've been told really? that as well. Yeah, I have been told it once. Um, not in an time. interview process, but, but once when I'm, you're in the job. I'm in the job. Yeah, same. And I notice I'm someone who always says like. I'm one of those people. Um, in the beginning, I didn't. I I used to care so much, but now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, if you like me, you like me, and if you don't, it's actually okay. And I've noticed that when people just accept you for who you are, it's so much smoother. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, how like. That's where the whole code switching thing comes in, isn't it? Yeah. Like, we all, like, have had to do it at some stage, but mm-hmm. that one is 100% rooted in racism. Or cl- classism. <laughs> even racism. It's that. classism. It's classism. It's classism. Yeah. Because it's actually, it's a hybrid. Because I used to, I've worked with people who are from, like, <clears throat> rough areas of Manchester. Mm. And they're all, like, A-up. Now they got something, nothing to say to them. Then suddenly, like, you know, we mm. sound like we're from South London. So mm-hmm. I think it's partially classism. And then some of it is just racism because they're using words like out and out and they don't even exist mm. do you know what i mean like but that's so that's okay yeah so i think it's all about like the kind of person they associate with a specific area mm. and stuff like that yeah do you know what as well um i always put it down to most places that i've worked i it's weird we're in london but i tend to be like one of 
very few Londoners. Londoners. I get that. Yeah, so I feel like they're just they're genuinely not used to hearing an authentic London accent. Yeah, this is I've the had people London who are accent. from like Ireland, Manchester. They've been in London for the longest, and they're like, "Yeah, when I go back home, they always tell me, you know, I just sound like a mm. Londoner now, and I can hear some thick, <laughs> <laughs> some thick <laughs> accent that's not from London." <laughs> so I just think they're not used to it, and I, I yeah, I think I said on a previous episode or off air, I can't remember, but. I love him so much. A lawyer that I used to work with, he started watching Top Boy and he asked me, you know, oh no, he went to football because he was playing football and he was like, oh, the, the men that I was playing with, it was a black team from South London. They sounded like Top Boy that I've been watching. Oh and he said he felt really embarrassed because he didn't know that that was genuinely how some people from London spoke. Like he thought it was, you know, just made up. a movie. Like, you know, Top Boy's just... In its own, you know yeah. I don't even know wow. if that's scary or refreshing. I, yeah, I'm like, wow. I don't I'm know. So I don't know because you because, know, like a lot of people have the stereotype that that's yeah. what all black people sound like. Yeah, as well, but because so. I liked him and we had, we would have these very open conversations. Yeah. I was like, basically, like you know, no, no, no. That's that's a real yeah. dialect. Like. I grew up with people who sound like this. I love you. Like, yeah. I love you calling it a dialect because it is. That's what we need to be. Yeah, it's a dialect. It's actually a dialect. Like this is our dialect. <laughs> this is our vernac- our vernacular. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Like it's very accessible vernacular as long as it doesn't come from black people. Yeah. Like, when it's Cockney, office, it's fine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. This Definitely. is this is our dialect, and it is like literally. But all, all the brands want to be using. Do you yeah. know these it's our vernacular that they yeah, use yeah, to, sell yeah. the, to sell their products that's yeah. what I'm saying it's fine as long as it's not coming mm-hmm. out of the mouth of mm-hmm. the and it's not in the corporate world in the, even in the corporate world like you these oh my gosh like I've worked with people who were like oh yeah my boys you know are in my ends and they like to do all that kind of stuff and it's fine yeah. because it's like a little bit like tongue and cheek coming from them but it's no one would ever judge them for yeah. it yeah but I do think it's important because I feel like a lot of people would that would already knock your confidence because you're already mm. overthinking of what mm. to say and how to speak when you're just sitting down, even if you know the answer and you've got the skills, you're already just thinking, how do I utter this? It's hard. That's Which so is sad. really hard. Like, what I want to tell people to do is to be themselves. But what I want people to do is to get the job. Yeah, mm. exactly. So, and the two things, sometimes they're incompetent. Unfortunately. Yeah. How sad is that? Very. It's really sad. And I got a real life story. I think I might have mentioned it before, but when I applied... Like I, I spoke about working at Deloitte when I graduated. I applied twice. The first time I didn't get the job. And there was this thing, you can't do it now because they've gotten wise to it. But all the partners used to have their diaries open. So when I got the job, um, when I got the job, I could see in the partner's diary. And when you go for an interview they, with the partner, you, they put all your notes from any previous interviews you've had, even okay. the interviews that you didn't pass. So oh. the guy who interviewed me, the partner who interviewed me, gave me the job. They had told him that I'd applied previously, whatever. They'd given him the notes. So when I got in, I found out you could do this. So I went into his diary six months before <laughs> when I interviewed and I read the notes from my first interview the year before. Wow. And in the interview notes, one of the partners who is like, she, I don't want to say, not because she's a woman, but because she's a terrible person. She's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was literally terrible. She wrote in my notes that I said, Gonna. And really? that it was, she didn't think it was like I didn't present myself. She well. put and that I, in her notes. Oh my gosh! Notes. I said gonna, and I was like, see that's scary because you would rule someone out because of that's that. that word. If, if, me now, if I, I would have like, I would have sued her ass <laughs> into into the sky, mate. But like, 
she wrote that I said gone. I, she said I said it twice in the interview. Wow. Oh, she was counting. She said, and, and she, she, put, she put in quotes. She said I said um, if you was gonna, and I'm like, come on. I was 21, like just finished uni, first class degree. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. Decent, decent A levels. Like, yeah. obviously not as polished as some of the other people. <clears throat> and I sounded very different then than I sound now. Mm-hmm. But gonna, wow. and that is what didn't get me the job. <clears throat> that's crazy. But that's why I'm. That's what I mean. Then there's going to be hundreds, thousands of people like you out there when you've just finished uni. Imagine you've just gone to, you're a London person, you've gone to the Midlands for uni, you've come back and now you're trying to get into the corporate world. It takes a while to adjust mm. and, and do and that whole that code switching. At the end, if I said nout in an interview, would they have sent me away? No. And also they had other notes in there from the people who had taken me to lunch because at the final stage and they had written really positive things. And when I actually showed up the next year, the guy who took me to lunch came to like came to my desk and was like, oh, I'm so glad that you reapplied. I really wanted them to take you, blah, blah. It was on the other side of the department, so See? I wasn't working with that lady. <laughs> but everybody had said really positive things and she had the final say and she said, I said, Gonna. That is scary. Bad. <clears throat> that's Bad. mad. So Bad. that's why I say to people, like, obviously it's better to be yourself and stuff like that, but sometimes you just gotta play the game. Like, I don't, I wish people didn't have the code switch, but ultimately there's times when i know it's helped me and i wouldn't have been able to achieve what i achieved if i didn't yeah it's very sad but it's the reality so i'm not going to be like oh be yourself yeah ideally you can and be successful but it's always within reason it's not yeah yeah yeah. there is because i feel like in my most in one of the contracting roles that i was doing i had um i was doing an interview and the hiring manager asked me a question about the person, like, what are your thoughts? And I was like, mm, I don't really feel like they were on vibes. And then she looked at me and she looked at me kind of like, <laughs> what does that mean? I like that though. <laughs> and then she started using it. And I was, I was just, oh, I just that happens. Was, yeah. They pick I up thought, your lingo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought that was really weird. But also from my perspective, I felt comfortable to say it. Yeah. I didn't feel like, oh, I have to be, I don't think they were the right fit. I just felt like they weren't on vibes. But do you think that's because of where you are now in your career? Exactly. Because yeah. I would never have said that when I was just yeah. starting out. But that's why I'm saying now I feel more authentic to if you like me you like me and if you don't I don't want to work mm. with you it's that simple but when I was first starting out I wouldn't be like this it's only because I've developed a bit more and I've got a bit more confidence in myself as well mm. to the point where I'm just I don't want to be in an environment where someone's telling me you can't say gonna like mm. what's that I, and I say I remember I I say cool a lot like I say cool like mm. someone sends me an I am at work I'll say I'll respond cool and I've been doing that for years and I I remember before I would be like, okay, thanks, whatever. And I'm just like, cool, it's fine. Mm. The CEO of my last permanent job, I remember he just, every, in every meeting, and we would have like a debate, he'll be like, okay, well, this is not the hill that I'm going to die on. Because I just, one, <laughs> time, what he used to say. Yeah, one time I said it, one time I said it in a meeting, he, one time I said it in a meeting, he was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's not, it's not the hill that I'm going to die on. It's not the rock that I'm going to die on. He's like, what does that mean? I said, it's like. But it's the same. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. But it's like, I think it's so common. It's so common with us. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Have, like, even with our parents, like, it's a bit dramatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, I was like, yeah, this means like, ideally, yeah, but if it's not the case, whatever. So he would use it all the time. He'll be like, okay, Lola, it's fine. This is not the hill that I'm going <laughs> to die on. If you want to do it, just do it. That's hilarious. <laughs> Mine was move mad. Everyone started saying move mad. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this this guy's moving mad. And then I'd start having conversations with other people and they'll be like, please, uh, you know so and so. 
right he's moving mad at the moment i'm like okay do you know what but have you noticed we're so it's such a dramatic culture that we have like let's be real let's be real yeah ourselves. i had to stop Our myself from saying dramatic. i can't come and kill myself you know what I mean? yeah i, I had to that. stop myself you know what i mean? I've actually said that like I, again in the in the job that i was like my last time at job i was like i would say something like, like look i can't kill myself yeah that one and i then, had to and then i no, they would, would take it so far exactly literally no, like, trigger but, like, where i was working where i was working like people would start saying stuff like that and there was not what was the other one like i remember um somebody started saying one of the people i worked with I said oh but you know she doesn't have two heads I was, like, <laughs> I was like i need to stop lock me up because this is ridiculous but i like it like we're I like, so dramatic as a we are so yeah. dramatic i'm so influential <laughs> yeah definitely definitely yeah. but it's good when you can get comfortable to mm. that stage mm. and it's hard yeah but it takes time so i feel like in an interview i, I just feel like people shouldn't be hard on themselves because mm. there's times when i have you know been in an interview or been at work and i felt like i wish i could be more myself yeah and i'd be like oh why couldn't i say this or i didn't say something that i should have or i've said something which it didn't feel true to me and then you feel like oh i wish i didn't have to do that but i my thing is like in an interview whatever don't be too hard on yourself just mm. get through the interview yeah. and you can start if you need to code switch a bit fine you phase yourself you phase yourself in slowly then it's one day true. they're like who's this person that we literally. hired literally <laughs> that's what happens yeah what happens yeah that's it just get through the door yeah, yeah honestly and then you go see the real me <laughs> <laughs> then you Basically. that's how it is <laughs> just get through the door um just a couple more this one is 71 percent of interviewers will pass on a candidate who isn't appropriately dressed fair what's appropriately dressed i was saying in to 2020 you, to you guys like i, I <laughs> don't know how you come to an interview and you're not appropriately dressed what is appropriately what could you dress it depends where you're going like it depends where you're working mm-hmm. like i feel like most interviews now are like you can show up in a dress as a woman you can show up in a dress or mm-hmm. a, a trousers or like you know even a jumpsuit or you, there's so many things that you could wear mm-hmm. and there's so few things that are, would be like inappropriate if your mm-hmm. skirt was like very short or your you're wearing a boobs are out a a, a pretty little thing dress like what can you what could you wear and as a guy what like you're gonna wear shorts like i can't imagine that it's something that people do people be surprised people still do like what what, okay what would someone wear that you think like why did they come wearing that for a serious job (laughs) some some people wear and they don't really understand it or deep it but some people wear t-shirts that have slogans on it which it would mm. be a big red flag. You have to be careful about certain slogans on your T-shirt. I just feel like, again, where are you going? Where are you wearing a T-shirt to interview? You might do. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Can you not walk up to a tech interview in a T-shirt? Oh, 100%. No, you can, you can. But I feel like, again, it wouldn't be like, I feel like you'd be wearing jeans. I don't know. It would. I can't imagine anyone wearing a really loud T-shirt. A motif maybe, but like a slogan T-shirt. Yeah, there was a I've guy. had short skirts, like soup, like mini short skirts, and it's just like, mm, I don't know what you came to do. <laughs> like, did you try? Did you come to try and seduce <laughs> interviewer? I don't but know. I it's just not great. Like, not saying you can't wear it, but again, get through the door first. Like, you know, just get through the door before mm. you want to start. What being, about um, like? obviously you can't discriminate mm. but tied in with being appropriately dressed mm. if somebody had all of their like they, they had tattoos like sleeves or whatever and they had them out like mm. is that I, 
Yeah, for like, me depending on the sector, no. Like, if they... Virgin recently, do you see them? Yeah, 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 I do. If they they can have their tattoos on show. I'm like, when I see companies doing that kind of stuff, I'm like, mate, it's not something to advertise. Just do it silently. Yeah, it's true. You should do it under the rug. It's 2022. You're saying someone can show their arms. Now, what the hell? It's so true. I I don't have an issue with that, but I know some places will. Because I had a friend who his tattoos started from like, three like a quarter up on his arm so that he could still roll up his sleeves yeah. at work and you couldn't tell i mean that's he so had sad. sleeves the only thing i would say yeah is i'm very i feel like i'm very open mm. but i feel like i would still judge like and i probably shouldn't but i would still judge neck tattoos and face tattoos oh face is it face tattoos coming from the sector that i work in i don't think would run Unless I just don't think unless mm. you know you have some indigenous people in some countries and they have tattoos mm-hmm. on their mm-hmm. face, uh, that's completely yeah. acceptable to me. Yeah. But if you've just got like like Summer Walker ones, you can't teardrops. <laughs> if you um no, that's a culture too. I it thought, is. I thought it, it is. It's not, it's not the culture that I want. <laughs> not, like teardrops. I've seen people with crosses. And if, I just feel like I don't know. It's really bad, but I just feel like face tattoos. It, and it's it's my own bias, but. Mm. There's no difference, but a tiny tattoo on your face, I would rather that you just tattooed your whole back. <laughs> I think if it looks cute, it's all right. It can, oh, it can look yeah. cute for sure. <laughs> it's not like it doesn't look. It's not like it can't look cute. But she said that you just can't work here. <laughs> <laughs> you, and maybe you can't like even I would like even blue hair and all that kind of. I'm down with it. Yeah, I don't yeah, mind yeah. her. I like yeah, that. I don't care. But I have again worked at companies where. They would, they would say no. Listen, all the baby they boomers just no. need to leave the workplace. That's what needs to happen. When they leave the workplace, all of these rules and regulations will just not be a thing anymore. anymore. It's true. It's dress codes in general, but I feel like when it comes to... I'm not ageist. I'm not... Baby boomers is not a physical generation, it's a mentality. I like that. It is a mentality. Yes, like it's that. a mentality. If you're a boomer and you've got millennial, you've got Gen Z energy... We're here for it. And it's there true. are some people It's like true. That. And yeah, you also yeah. get millennials with That's boomer. That's true. You get with millennials you, with boomer energy. Boomer energy. Yeah. Vote yeah. in Tory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't even. When we finish this episode, we need to debrief on this this video of Rishi Sunak. Uh, I around. can't. I can't, can't believe he said that. I can't. Do you think, I'm a, sorry, I'm just going to say it quickly. For the video I'm talking about, we can't. Even, I can't even discuss it now because I'll get too passionate about it. Yeah. When he was in some posh area in Kent, Tunbridge Wells, Tunbridge Wells, and he was talking about he was telling them how he um he inherited the Tory party has inherited policies from Labour, which diverted all the funding to deprived areas, and that he has started undoing that so that the wealthy areas can get the funding again. I was like, just say that you just hate shame on poor you. people. Just say you just hate shame poor people on you. and and done. I Just can't even say what I'm going to say on air. <clears throat> Listen, we'll do. We'll take it off air. We can, we can we can drag people for filth <laughs> while respecting everybody's views. But if those are your views, you're not welcome. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let people have funding that need it, please. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Boomer is a state of mind. He is. I, say, like, I like Gen that. Z is a state I of do mind. Like it's that. true. Alpha yeah. is a state of yeah. mind. It's true. I think I'm Gen Z. I think you have a. I think you in your do, heart you're Gen you Z. Yeah. yeah, I said it. In, I said it in the chat the other day. Yeah. Yeah. He did. <laughs> do you know who Dre Brown is on TikTok? No. no. Oh my god! And he goes, "I love a hood. Go- I love a hood jam." That's why you ain't nobody. Because he does loads of t- he, all his TikToks about be, are being Gen Z in the workplace. Okay. And they're like, "Oh, you know, and um, we want you back in the office." And he like slams his laptop and he's like, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll, I'll show you I do you think you're, 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 you're our resident Mentality. gender. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's because you work in tech. I agree. I don't know if it is. I feel like it's just I in your. It I think in your heart of hearts. But that's why she works in tech. Yeah, like tech is the I industry for me. In, I think you work in tech because you're. You're right. Because I've been like this, but I used to get in trouble for being like this. Because you wasn't in now, tech. Now you're, yeah. you're, you're ahead of your time. <laughs> you said going to the office. See, when, who? When yeah. she was in John when Lewis I, and all I was of putting that. my head, I was putting my headphones in while working that's why you in. You were asking them questions <laughs> like you were pressuring them. Why do I need to wear my tights in thirty degrees? Exactly, and go through disciplinary all the time. I'm free. Yeah, I was talking about you at work. You know, the lady that I was working with and. That work with and her son works in some store and he's been late a few times and he's been calling for a disciplinary <laughs> and then she she works in HR so she oh really to, so she had to tell him like this is what this means and then she said to him, this is this is it's the most Gen Z thing I've ever heard in my life she explained to him yeah what the meeting was for and he sat down and he wrote his resignation <laughs> <laughs> I love that for him <laughs> and I told her about you I said don't worry it's not lost I've got, I've got a friend who works in HR and has lots of <laughs> she said he she explained to him that you're gonna get in trouble they're gonna discipline you. And he said, and "Discipline, yeah." And no, he, and he, he, he said, he, he "No, said no, 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 no." Do you know? Do you know what he did? Which is very ungendered. He wrote it in pen. He wrote oh, down. Really? He's done a wow. pen, and he wrote his resignation letter. As I love that letter. As a letter. Or like on a and he folded it up something. And he, he said, I love that. Hand it on his next shift. I love that. <laughs> That's yeah. very gendered. How dare you give me a disciplinary? For real. Um, That's not you, though. <laughs> <laughs> how many more one more one more yeah yeah so 76 percent of respondents reject candidates who appear who appear arrogant that's quite high that is high yeah but how many is 76 how many candidates would it actually come across as arrogant anyway Mm, true majority of interviewers won't consider a candidate who appears arrogant of course having confidence is good but employers need to know you can respect their authority and value the team. I don't know about that respect the authority. I hear that. That's why Nike didn't stick with Kanye. <laughs> That's like what? Nike, Nike didn't they didn't stick. That's why Yeezys is with Adidas. They couldn't work with him. Yeah. I didn't know that, but I can imagine he's um, challenging to work with. Yeah. But also, he's like the uh, main character. So he's like, I'm, yeah, the, I'm the main character. So you guys will. There is a fine line between, between confidence and arrogance, though. Have you ever interviewed someone that you just felt like. Wow, I hate you're when people, doing a lot. I hate when people don't let you yeah. finish your question, and then they answer they answer a question that they think you're going to ask. Oh, that's not the question. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, in an interview, especially. Yeah, don't interrupt. Yeah. And there's something that people can do which can come across as either arrogant. You you come across as arrogant, but also at the same time, I feel like you don't know what you're talking about. Mm. You know where they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You say something, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. And it's like you're not listening to what I'm saying. Yeah, you're already agreeing and mm. acting like you already know. Yeah, so it just makes me feel like it's a little bit arrogant, but also I feel like you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And in my head, I'm already envisioning the clashes you're going to have with certain people. Mm, yeah, this is a side note, but I think to what you're saying, it's important. It's it's okay in interviews to like pause and actually think about your answer. <laughs> yeah, like you True. don't. Yeah, you don't have True. to jump just because I'm saying like, tell me about a time when. Blah, blah, blah. You don't have to straight away you can really mm. think about what i'm saying and the answer you want to give and you yeah. can actually say oh you can actually say oh let me have a think about yeah, that. yeah that's, that's okay. okay when i was doing my all my grad interviews way back when i used to sip my water because you used to do physical mm. interviews mm. so they'll be like oh i need to pick up my water but like, oh, okay sip my mm. water 
Do you must have a little think. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say, put my water back down, take a few seconds, and then think. And then they're absolutely like yeah, fine for that's you. To absolutely fine. When you ask a answer someone ask someone a question and then they just respond immediately yeah you haven't even the full stop has just landed on the page and they've already <laughs> responded like the answer is never going to be like 30 yeah. Sure. yeah yeah you couldn't think like sometimes i'll say hmm, that's a really good question yeah <laughs> as i'm thinking about what i'm gonna say we did it's important to be prep for some like school kids before and we told them one of the things says hmm, that's a ridiculous question and in our mock interview one guy responded like that to every he was like hmm, that's a really good question and then the next one he said hmm that's a really good question he said and we were like trying not to put that because he, and he was giving good responses yeah. you know what I mean yeah. but I was just, afterwards the feedback we gave him is you might just want to drop that <laughs> <laughs> once or twice in the that interview so bless funny. him yeah <laughs> the last one that I would add is what you know the famous take three or four questions to have and ask at the end of an interview mm. have you ever been conducting an interview and you ask them do you have any questions and someone says no that's it yeah yeah I've been there. How, how does what does that do does that does that change your opinion of of the person you're interviewing or does it not i just feel like why don't you have any yeah questions? Yeah. yeah sometimes the thing is the questions that they might have had you may have Said, answered yeah so but some say that though yeah sometimes if, if they true. say oh yeah do you know what? most of the all the questions i had you answered yeah and then they i feel like you should still come up with something so i might say to some if you if i had nothing and i might say to someone oh um so what, what do you like about working here or what kind of thing what kind of person do you think will be really successful here or what mm-hmm. do you think the main challenges for the person coming into this role are going to mm-hmm. be and those are my favorite questions Same. those three ones yeah, yeah. Literally. <laughs> they're in Same. my back pocket yeah. all you can the time ask them, like you can ask them like anything mm-hmm. like you can ask them to anybody oh so what and people love talking about themselves as well yeah, yeah. they like, love it oh you know or, and you might even say oh, i saw on linkedin that you've been here for like quite a few mm-hmm. years yeah what's, what's kept you here like yeah, yeah exactly you know? yeah they're quick wins yeah i yeah. always ask um if i have an interview with a um, director or vp i always ask them what is the biggest change they've made in their mm-hmm. role in the company that's a good one yeah because yeah. There was one company when I there was the the first person that was senior that I asked that question to. You, they were really impressed, so it just stayed. <laughs> just stayed you with add me. It, you add it to the collection. yeah. So now every time I meet a senior person who's interviewing me, I ask that question. I, I used to ask one about priorities. So I'd be like, so for the person coming into this role, what do you think like their top? priority or a couple of priorities are going to be mm-hmm. and they'll be like oh yeah we need to get a new lms in we need to improve line manager capability yeah. we need to do this and then they just talk yeah like, okay then they feel like you haven't haven't actually said anything but they feel like you've said yeah, it's, yeah true. It's, true. it's true it's true it's true it's true yeah. but i think that one's important as well because i think people do get stuck on what do i ask or what should mm. i say i just think saying no is I mean, it might Don't not it might not no. make a difference, but I just feel like there's always something that you can yeah. ask. Yeah, it's simple stuff like, "What's your favorite thing about working here?" Yeah, mm. you know, like yeah. you know, or yeah, just anything. There's yeah. so many. Just I feel like if you have zero questions. It doesn't look good, but if mm. you don't have anything, at least say, "Do you know what? I think you've answered some of yeah. the questions yeah. in the introduction, but I will get back to you." That is there yeah. an email yeah. that yeah. I can? Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. something to say. I am listening to you. Mm-hmm. I'm just 
and do you not know, just do, know. Do, yeah. Do, um, I've had candidates who follow up after the interview. Do you ever follow up after the interview and send them an email? I don't follow up personally. And she's a gonna, stush babe. Not, <laughs> no, I'm not, no, it depends if you go direct as well. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I find it annoying when people follow up. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> now you have to respond. No, but it's not follow up with a question. If you follow up with a question, fine. But I've had some people that just follow up and say, it's a really nice interview. I Thank you. I like it. I think this is the South London because I feel the same. Like, I just feel just, like. What do you want? Brownie points. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like what that's, that's exactly what they want. Yeah, but, but no. not oh, your no, audience. You're, you're, no. giving, you're giving, you're giving all your bag. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> like unless you come with a question, why are you doing that? Yeah, I feel like if you really like the candidate and they send you a note, especially if you've had actually good conversation, and they send you a note, be like, oh, I just want to thank you for your time today. Like regardless of the outcome, like really good to connect or whatever. I think it's fine. Yeah, it's fine for everyone else. <laughs> It's no, but it's not gonna think make me think of you anymore. I'm not gonna think for a lot of people. No, I am not gonna be like, oh, because you said thank you for having an interview that we already knew we were gonna have. I'm now gonna put you at the top of the list. You know what? Now it does does for a lot of high. Now, now Foy's brought it up. It's a red flag for me. Do you know why, yeah? Because I just feel like those people come into the workplace and they just lick bum. Like, just yeah, but that's what a lot of people want. Yeah, but I don't like it. Yeah, you're not you. Stay in saying. your role. Like, also, <laughs> also, it means you've studied the the game too much. Like, it's too, uh-huh. it's yeah, it's too, it's too manipulative. <laughs> Too manipulative. Yeah. crazy. I do. I do. You're, you're basically the two of you are saying you guys are really trying too hard to it's get. It's manipulative behavior because it means Why is manipulative? because it's very calculated. Yeah, you know I mean now when Everything you come is. in, it's, it's giving you've cu- gone into Love Island to do Project Molly May, so you oh know what you're doing. Like, it's giving yeah, that flathead. <laughs> what, what was that so about, wait, Tasha? It's, 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 <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's what it's giving. I'm sorry. Oh my god! Wait, you, you guys are saying that they're trying too hard to get the job, so they should try less. Hard. Like we have heard you, we've heard you. You was cool. Like we're all good. It's a process. We're we cool. will we're come cool. back to you. Literally. I've had, I've had, I've actually had interviewers message me and say, "Oh, like it, it was really nice meeting you." Blah blah blah. That's fine. Yeah. You wait until you're you're spoken to. Yeah, that's absolutely I fine. Listen. I love when a recruiter keeps in touch with yeah. me. Flirt with me. Go on, tell me how good oh I am. <laughs> Even when they copy and paste the, the feedback, mm. sometimes mm. give me some of that. Like yes, <laughs> but my, but I my, won't come to you. No, okay. if, my, if my candidates want to send like follow up emails, I'm, I'm I'm really okay with it, and it does help you like. To, especially when you're when you are more junior, mm. it definitely helps you to stand up from other people because it makes when you're more junior, it makes you feel, people feel like you actually have initiative or you might be comfortable to like send emails and like do you know I mean go out of your way. Fair enough. But I no. just think. Let me not discourage you. Let me not discourage you. But no, but, no but, offense to anyone. But this is why me and Foy will never be on the dating site because <laughs> <laughs> you have to. It's the same energy. It's, it is the I same energy. I made the love of my life on Bumble. You did. So you did. You did. This, you did. Listen, this is my energy. <laughs> you did. And, and you're and, in agreement with sense. sending yeah. the email. I am, I am. But you have to do it properly. And especially the, the caveat I'll add here mm-hmm. is if you absolutely bomb the email, obviously, you, I mean, the interview, you won't necessarily know, but those are the ones that kill me a little bit. It's like, you're not getting the job. <laughs> But if you, if I, but that's that's it. Like when, yeah. why do you, you think you're that good that you can? That you should now come and be doing. Yeah. No, I feel like it can seal the deal for you. Really? Yeah, absolutely. 
maybe at that level you see the one that I had but if you're at a senior level i'm not think about it you're going for no i think a a really senior level and you just put a couple of lines thank you for this no i think i think they let me tell you they actually love it especially like respectfully to those watching our friend on youtube old white men they love it they love like being hailed do you know what i mean i think because if you do actually like someone and that's kind of them giving you you the green light yeah yeah if you hire me i'm interested if you like someone if I had one, you mm. know, I had an interview recently for mm. the new contract. And as soon as I got off the call, I said, guys, I smashed it. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 you, you did. did. And you I did. Said, you did. They're you calling did. me. You did. That's yeah. the kind of thing I would definitely follow up. Because I'm like, <laughs> you already like me. Yeah. Now I'm just going But you would cool. follow up straight away or you would follow up if you feel like you haven't heard back from yeah, them. Yeah, that's no, different. No, Following no, up because you haven't heard, heard back. is different. Just in general, like, you might have the interview and then, like, um, at the end of the day, you might just say, oh, like, just wanted to say blah, blah, blah. Like, it's fine. Uh, if I hadn't heard back by the end of the day, I might have sent it just to prompt them to hurry up. I just think it's very calculated. We we all support. It's it's not natural. It is natural. We support anyone who wants to send follow up emails. What's not natural about it? We just won't be doing it ourselves. It's a bit forced. I don't think so. I think it depends. If you have a good rapport with the person, I think it's absolutely fine. Have you ever interviewed with someone? Obviously, like again, our friend on YouTube. Have you ever interviewed? Do you think he secretly still watches? Yeah, he is from a burner. He's definitely still watching. (laughs) (laughs) Not even have a burner, like. Um, if you ever interviewed with a black person, so I had one, the contract before is the first time I ever had, like would have been working for a black woman. Mm. And I, I sent her a follow up email. I said, I, I, no, I connected with her. On Why did you do that? Cause I just loved it. We had such a good conversation. I just wanted to like say, oh, like I wanted to keep in contact with her either way. Okay. So I, I told Imagine someone on LinkedIn. Sorry. I don't on. find that. I find that fine. But you said, but you add a message with the thing. It's the same thing. Just say, oh, like, it was like me in an interview. Like. That's very much more natural and organic than just sending an email saying, oh my God. I, no, honestly, <laughs> I think it is. I think that, okay, that's, that's more, that's, that's, that's more organic. That's the LinkedIn. LinkedIn. The LinkedIn well, ad. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Did a, uh, interview recently with Google and it was through an agency and in the email they wrote please do not add them please do not add your interviewers on LinkedIn because they find it intrusive see let me tell you something here yeah? from working at Meta <sighs> the amount of LinkedIn <laughs> messages that I would get just because of where I worked oh, I fully understand People, no, people that you interviewed. Yeah, but just because I interviewed you, you don't have to add me. No, no, you don't, you don't. But you, but like they said, they specifically said, don't do it. I if, fully if, understand if I it. But do you know why though? Because people who work for like Googles and stuff, you constantly get people in your DM. Like the worst one for me. This is a sad note, but the worst <laughs> one was people coming in my LinkedIn DM saying, "Can I help you get your Facebook account back?" No. What Facebook? Account? Like when people would lose their Facebook account. Are you? Oh. They would be. I can show you hundreds of what, dms that i've had people i don't know from adam like one guy he even like he even dm'd me saying oh i've got x amount of followers on tiktok facebook and instagram Why and now i've lost it? it can you bearing in mind my t- my job title isn't even engineer <laughs> it's not product designer it's nothing you can yeah. help though isn't it no but people are so many people, people are, okay, be l- it's one. horrible this is this is this is like um, you know use wisdom that's all that's the that's the resolution in it. <laughs> <laughs> but um how do you feel about people reaching out to you because i had a friend that was working at tiktok and she had a lot of people reach out to her 
about obviously the company that they want to work for they might have gone to the same uni as her did the same course kind of thing and been like oh um you know can do you mind doing like 15 minutes and just having a chat about blah blah, blah or do you mind having a catch up or how do you feel about that does she work in hr no but she worked in the same thing she didn't work in hr but she like let's say you're a software engineer and someone is a junior software engineer and they're trying to get into a job like tiktok or something yeah mm. like would you how do you guys feel about reaching out to people that are at businesses and asking them if they're happy to have like coffee chats or Zoom as calls? in if pe- we're happy for people to reach out to us to do that not yeah. yeah you guys in particular but in general the practice of asking people yeah at the company if they're happy to have a chat about their journey or yeah yeah i, I people sorry boy. Mm, no, um okay. like obviously because of black and hr as well so people are always like messaging me and asking i've had zoom chats i've had phone calls i've had email mm. conversations with people just it depends on how you approach me you yeah. someone who if you weren't someone that was putting yourself out as that kind of person mm. do you know what i mean because they because they probably know that you might be a bit more open yeah yeah that's true yeah. if you weren't like advertising like you're happy to help do you think it's that do you think it's okay practice to basically message people that you don't know on on linkedin and i i think it depends on how you do it yeah yeah i think it depends on your approach i also think i don't actually think there's anything wrong with it there isn't but I, I think you need to also understand that you might not get a response because mm. not everyone is a mentor or a coach mm-hmm. and they're not mm-hmm. looking to do that. But I feel like it's okay to do, but just know that you might get aired mm. because not everyone will be open yeah. to responding it's back. True. And I feel like I like I have done it in the past um, for specific things. Like I was set, when I was starting my own business, I reached out to somebody that I yeah. really, like she runs her own business and it's really successful. And I asked her if she would yeah. happily do it. But I've actually got some tips for people that do want to reach out to people that they don't know because I get I get quite a few of them as well just because of the content. When you are reaching out to somebody, explain to like acknowledge that you know that it might not be possible. So mm-hmm. say like, oh, blah, 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 would you have time? If not, no worries. Like, thank you so much. I really appreciate blah, blah, mm-hmm. Or if they do make content, you know, if you appreciate their content or whatever. If they are someone that makes content, make sure you've checked what they've put out before you come and ask them a question that they've already answered. Yeah. Because like, that's really frustrating and it's yeah. going to make it like... that happens quite often. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Like, I have it like all the time. Yeah. Someone will come and ask me a question. How do you do this? Or on my CV, but I'm like, I've literally put a video out. I've said this the video. already. Um, and then also say what you specifically want in the in the message that you send to them because the, what, there's nothing worse than having, oh, I'm trying to get into HR, um, would just like some help, you know, do you have some time for a chat? What do you want to know? Because mm-hmm. actually I might be able to tell you in a message, everyone's busy, I, I might not be the best person, the thing that you want I might not be able to do. Like what specifically are you doing? Like if the question is, for instance, I'm trying to get into HR. I'm not sure whether I should um, study CIPD or focus on, you know, trying to secure a job first. Like, what would you advise? Cool, we could talk about that. There's mm. something in there, but just hi, I'm really looking forward to getting into HR. Like, can we have a chat? Like, it's just there's nothing in there. Like, I yeah. can't really respond to that. Or yeah. like, or even so, I wouldn't. Would you mind giving some help? I'm like, help on mm. what? Yeah. So you have to be specific about what you want to get out of the conversation or what you're hoping that they'll respond because that kind of wishy washy no question. I'm now having to dig through to find it. Like, I get it all the mm. time. It's, it's 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 annoying. I hear it. And if you do have a specific question, then it can be answered. <clears throat> you must get yeah. notes. I do. I do not gonna lie um, one of my pet peeves is the insta voice notes because they're a minute long so don't send me 10 questions insta voice notes because that's 10, 10. minutes yeah literally yeah, i've had i've minutes. had people and honestly i love all of like the black and hr 
family community but i'd rather you say can we have a phone call than yeah. send me like 10 insta voice notes mm. or like yeah you know can we yeah. have a chat just just don't do I like, I, I like because you can't reply it's not like whatsapp where yeah, you can reply yeah, to it. so yeah. i now have to try and remember All what i've it, heard yeah. in each voice and note. also it's just the time commitment yeah because like yeah it's a time commitment it's 10 minutes 10 minutes to listen and then 10 minutes to respond and then there might be follow-up or yeah. whatever and have a baby guys like i don't have a baby i don't even i'm juggling and i don't have that kind of time there was a guy there was a guy who i've even put it in the group chat because he annoyed me so much he oh me, yeah i remember me and yeah. he just said i've got an interview on tuesday can you give me something <laughs> and i said i was what i said hello <laughs> and i said something like hi and then i literally said i responded to him like two days later because i thought i'm not doing this now and then i literally had to tell him also when you message i'm not a machine please say hi <laughs> when you contact me like because i think when people make content you just assume that they're just these like content factories and we're and not they just, they just spit it's everything out it's a lot. You, we're not a bot we're not bots all. so like I we're mean, humans mm. then he was and i was like oh i've got a video on this so he said oh thank you so much blah blah sorry about not saying hi then he came back. He said, like, I'm going to subscribe to your channel. Then he came back like a couple months later. I was like, oh, um, just to let, what did he say something? Yeah, I don't know. He came back to ask another question. And I actually sent him the link to the video this time because obviously he's not doing it. And then the next day he came, he's like, oh, I'm watching this video. It's so great. I'm going to subscribe. Did you that said he's going to subscribe? <laughs> <laughs> So you're even asking me for advice that you haven't even you haven't laid eyes on this on no. tried to look at this video yet yourself. It just came so, to take. Yeah, honestly. I was just gonna say so again, the moral of the story is apply wisdom. Apply that's the yeah. moral of every story. Yeah, it's it's actually true. It's the moral of every story. Like use wisdom, please. Yeah. <laughs> we done? Yeah. Yeah, that oh, was her hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, let's wrap this up. Anyway. Um like, share, comment, subscribe on YouTube. We need to do a pre-record of it. We just stick your face yeah, We in. just stick it in, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think also, do you know what we haven't had in a while? A dilemma. What's going yeah, on, guys? Yeah, we haven't well, had a you dilemma. Are good, yeah? If you're happy, if you're happy we, we love that We love you. it, yeah. But obviously, if you're not, let us know because, yeah, we, we can help you out. And yeah. it will avoid you sending... 10 minute voice notes to for people. real for real we could just answer it on the on the pod give us the dilemmas yeah so that's it really that's a wrap guys bye, bye.